Welcome to the Men of Honor podcast. My name is Corey and today we're going to be breaking down something that is um, quite quite weird because of the fact that, you know, if you ask a question to anybody that's been uh, married or in a relationship of some sort, then uh, when they want to get their relationship to a better place, they always ask, what is the secret of um a good relationship and this is sparked by a uh, article I was reading a few well I think it was a week ago about this couple they've both lived to a hundred and something and they were told that they would never that they I think they were about 18 18 and 16 they were told that they shouldn't get married they shouldn't be together and now they've come up to a hundred and something so they've hit the Guinness Book of Records of the longest married couple ever or something like that so it was come down to something like 80 something years so um i'm sorry if i didn't have the actual details i know some people are really they really want to know the exact details but if you look it up online i'm sure you can get it the thing that i was found quite fascinating was that they said oh what, what is the secret and they said the secret is communication and this is exactly what you hear every single person if somebody asks you right now what is the secret to a good relationship? Whether you're in a good relationship or not, the first thing that you, you would say is you just need to have good communication. And usually everybody ends there and they just assume that you know what that good communication is. And the weird thing is that nobody knows what that good communication is. In fact, I've been married for now for nine years and... It's only up until this year when I started di- really diving deep into my own personal issues and trauma and everything that I realized actual real communication is in the sitting down on the sofa and sharing um, a few a meal or whatever or having communication about uh, talking about how is your day or even uh, going to as far as me describing um, how much I love her and everything like that. Those are important bits of life that happen in life and you should be having those. Uh, I can go as far as saying we've had some days, nights where we've had game, game nights. So we just sit there, turn off the TV, put the phones away and we play games. And you, if you outside looking in, you think that that's another point of good communication. And that's not, that's not it either. So if you look at that, um, you start thinking that there's an advice about that everybody knows that uh, having good communication is the key to having a successful relationship. And if everybody knows and that is the truth, then why is it that many relationships fail? So for us to actually really dig deep and actually get to where I'm trying to get at, I think we need to uh, backtrack a little bit. I think we need to figure out why is it that we are... Uh, pulled towards having a relationship so now you, you have to think about it uh, i'm heterosexual so i'm attracted to women so i've got married to a woman and there might be male people male guys that are, uh, are listening to this and you are attracted to men or les- lesbian or whatever you 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 are whatever you are attracted to there's always that desire of wanting to be with someone. Now, if you 
uh, take out socialization out of it, which means that if you take out how we describe a relationship in terms of two people coming together and then having a bond of love, the real premise of a relationship is to procreate. So and it doesn't matter whether you've got feelings for between man or man or woman and woman, uh, there is the sex element that is the most important thing in that relationship. So there has to be, a, the that is the basis of everything when it comes to relationship. When you see it that way, that is the basis of the relationship, then everything else in terms of communication now comes centers around that because you find that when uh, there's this saying where they say, um, I think I was listening to this story recently where this lady was talking about that uh, when they first met, uh, when she first met her boyfriend, somebody gave her advice to say, every time you have sex, put a bean inside a, a pot or something like that. And they did. And the reason why was that she said, uh, if the time, by the time you get married, you're going to find that you're going to not you have to start taking those beans out and you're going to find that you're never going to empty it. And it's so true that once you put marriage in, in play and you put, um, time goes by, those thing, the thing that is the most important thing within the relationship uh, becomes, or the times that you connect becomes further and further apart. And sometimes some people actually have, uh, you know, matching sexual appetites and they can... Uh, have consistent um, connection through that way. But if you bear with me a moment, then is that uh, it's not the sex that makes it uh, work. It's the fulfillment of the person. So when you get to that point where you can actually f be fulfilled, feel like you've got that connection to that person and you're content with that person and you're getting to that point where you feel you're, you're connected to them in a special way. That's the point where we are always chasing. Now, if you've got into a relationship with the desire of or the, the frame of mind that you're unhappy and up until you get somebody to make you, you need to get somebody in order to make you happy you end up being the person that's coming into a relationship wanting to take something. And this is where it becomes a massive deal. So when you come into a relationship wanting to take something, and this is, I'm, I'm not saying it that I'm perfect because I've come into the, this marriage with that mindset that I thought if I get married, I uh, then would be able to be happy. And because of that mindset, it means that it now governs every single decision that I make when everything that I communicate and how I communicate. And again, uh, just to sidetrack for a little bit, I'm sorry that I always sidetrack and do But anyways, uh, when we talk about communication, uh, there's means of communication, there's laws of communication. So when you get into a relationship, there's no, there's no lack of communication. You're always communicating. So even... If you're both not speaking together, so for whatever reason, somebody is sulking and nobody, you're not speaking, the fact that they're sulking, they're communicating something, they're unhappy with something, and you not saying something is actually saying that, okay, it's, you know, you, whether 
both of you are not saying anything is so if we were sat on the sofa and there was no issue and i'm not saying anything i am saying something i'm saying that can you just give me my space i'm having my own personal space or i just don't want to talk to you right now or whatever there's always something that you're communicating so um this advice of uh to make a, a, a relationship work you need a good communication is very good advice but also is very um shallow not just shallow but it's also uh actually um very distractful in terms of if you go in there without actually re realizing the real deal what makes it work so i think we just pointed out that the reason why we get together if you peel away all the other uh important things like love and romance and intimacy and everything else the main thing is that we are designed to reproduce and procreate so the urge to have sex is just as strong as breathing and eating because you need to find food to survive so we back if you look at back in the caveman they would hunt in order to survive and then they would breed in order to uh, uh, get more of themselves in the world so and you see this is the the reality of life and if you you see humans are not the unique ones to having sex even plants have sex for great out loud so it's so important because you see they you know the flat the flat the the flower and then you've got the, the the bees that are pollinating and everything everything is is centered around procreation so sex becomes the most important thing within the relationship and the reason why it's so important is because you're looking to connect. Now, the trees don't have um, uh, high-functioning brains like we do as humans. We uh, don't just desire sex. We want to go beyond the actual orgasm. So beyond the orgasm, you want to have a connection that is beyond that, that uh, feels a certain need of happiness. So we, we define it as happiness. We define it as fulfillment. We define it as different things, but there's a goal towards it. And... The best way of actually seeing this is um, if you told each other for whatever reason, this month we're not having sex. The moment you put that uh, decree that, okay, we're not going to be having sex this month. Even both of you, if you're, you were in the mindset that you're not interested or you're not wanting to do it, it instantly now drives you to wanting to do it because it's just within your nature. Now, why is this all important and how does this all tie in with communication? So the real communication that actually makes a marriage work is everything that disrupts you from actually getting to that point of fulfillment. It's not the actual sex itself. So you can um, be having the weirdest issue within your marriage and still be having sex but beyond the orgasm there isn't that fulfillment so whether there's resentment that resentment still stays there and there's that um whether there is uh anger or um whether there is guilt or there is all those things will remain there it doesn't um go away just because you've had an orgasm but it changes everything when you can release and be vulnerable and say you know what i'm feeling guilty because of this and uh, regardless of what they feel the fact that you've been able to open up and be vulnerable um usually if that person is your life partner they will be able to help you to deal with that point of weakness or 
um, vulnerability and by them helping you to get over that point, uh, it's, it helps you to become stronger. And when you now communicate or have sex after that point, it helps you to connect on a deeper level because it's, it's almost like um, there's a thing I was learning recently about how you, in a marriage, you have to create distance even though you live together. And the only way you create that distance is by revealing more and more of yourself. So uh, they, they already think that you, they've got you figured out. Then you reveal something else that's different. And the more you do that, it becomes a thing that they, that is a consistent thing that where you're showing yourself in a different way. And that's something new, something exciting. It's something that is a little bit scary, but it's that roller coaster effect that you start creating because you're constantly sharing things that um, um, uh, that have been not known to everyone, but that is exclusively to that person. That uh, also potentially quite um, damaged. So sometimes the things that you share that are make you vulnerable are things that will expose the weakness of your partner as well. So it doesn't mean that uh, you by revealing whatever is going on within your your, your yourself or your vulnerabilities, that's going to become an amazing um, uh, aphrodisiac. So sometimes, sometimes it will cut deep. Sometimes it will be something that will cause even more a rift. So if uh, you... Uh, so in this, like in the situation where you... Um, I, I was in where I cheated on my wife, you know, it's something that continuously comes up whether it's 10 months or a year she's something that she'll never get over so one act can just trigger her and by that trigger she will go into a mental mode where she's thinking and uh you know making up something within her mind that uh it starts torturing her and it's it's a it's a sad place because it's something that i've caused and it makes me feel guilty and everything like that and um, me sharing could uh, make it worse. So if I say, uh, you know, whenever I trigger you and you're upset and everything like that, I feel guilty. You know, it's almost like I'm not becoming the victim. I'm telling you not to be angry. And, you know, so sometimes when you're sharing those things, it, it doesn't make it work. But it now takes, that person starts taking into account that, you know what, yes, I'm holding them um against that thing but truly let me take stock of what else has been happening um leading up to this if i've been feeling in love is if they try their best to reassure me is it, you know there's other things that they will now start uh getting their mind towards that you know what the the, the fight that we're going through is not uh necessary because you know there's other things that we're doing right now, working towards a healthier relationship, a healthy relationship that is based on trust. And again, so whew, I think I'm revealing more than I wanted to, but hopefully this is helpful. And guys, if you're really uh, learning something from this, uh, can you go and join the Men of Honor podcast um, Facebook group? That's where you can uh, get more information like this and more strategies in order to make it work and getting that better way of communicating with your spouse. Because again, um, 
it's true you need the key to a successful relationship is communication but it's the kind of communication that you have and like i said it's not just being vulnerable but it's being able to uh, reveal yourself in a way that she's never seen before because we all get into a marriage with masks and things that we do not want to reveal so the first few uh the, the first time when you say you're in the honeymoon period, a lot of it is based on lust and uh, on how they look and the things that they're revealing to you, you know, and you get uh, in in love with somebody who's showing you uh, the things that are their highest, the best qualities, but the things that they're most vulnerable about, they'll always keep it in the back end. And when you get married, you now start digging towards the back end. And the more you rev- is revealed, uh, and how you deal with it is wh- what makes the relationship strong. So I'm trying to articulate in a way that will be beneficial to both men and women. Um, I think, again, if you want to know more about this, where we actually talk about you know, how to make the conversation happen, uh, join the Men of Honor Facebook group. Um, I'm looking to get something made up well so sort of like a template where how you can actually structure a conversation where even though you know that there might be um tension that you're you're building but you're now bringing it to the fore so you can actually um deal with it because and until up until i cheated um there was things that i just kept sweeping under the carpet and they ended up manifesting themselves in ways that i didn't want them to manifest it so again I'm not going to go anymore because I think I've, I've gone way past my time. I usually try and keep it down to 15 minutes. I don't really script this type of, type of stuff. I really just talk about things that are happening within my life and what I think is important and just reminders of myself. So you're following me on my journey, but at the same time, I'm hoping that the stuff that I'm sharing are helpful to what's happening within your life right now. So like again, uh, if you're a lady and you're listening to this and you think this is important and you know a man that might need this, please send them to the Men of Honor Facebook group. If um, We're not taking any ladies, unfortunately. But again, to just to uh, conclude this uh, episode, um, is communication the key to a successful relationship? My answer is yes. But it depends on the communication that you're having. So now I think you have an idea of what sort of the communication that you're having. If you've got any questions, uh, I don't know how to access some of the comments, if there's any comment section. But you can uh, reach out on the Men of Honor Facebook group. Uh, it'll be a nice place where you can reach out and ask if you've got any questions. So thank you very much, guys, for, for listening to this Um I think this has gone a bit longer than I normally go. Um, I just got a little bit carried away. And um, thank you very much for listening.